the Mark West Sports Podcast. Welcome back to the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin. He's Wesley Pierre. We give you that real sports talk from a South Florida perspective. You already know. And uh, there's a lot of news this week that we'll touch on. We'll touch on LeBron because, you know, that's always a topic. <laughs> you know, we'll talk about the Heat because we got playoffs coming up. We'll talk about the Panthers mm-hmm. already in the playoffs, you know, and we ain't dead yet. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into some other lower extremity type of topics <laughs> as well. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but um, first off, we're going to start off with uh, Kwame Brown. Apparently, yeah, Kwame Brown. Mm-hmm. He's been, uh, you know, uh, in social media lately. But uh, tell me a little bit about, uh, more about that and what's been going on with Kwame Brown. Yeah, to be honest with you, you know, I have seen, you know, social media lighting up, you know, like all like the last three days, three, four days, you know, um, and, and, and it was about Kwame Brown. I'm like, why are they talking about Kwame Brown? You know, he's been out of the league for years, you know, um, some would consider him a bust. I would. Know? I, I, I would, but I won't because, you know, at the end of the day, everybody that Jordan drafted wind up being bust. I think if he if he would have got drafted on another team they would have put him in a better situation. Yeah, we we know MJ is the greatest of all time. He's the GOAT. But when it comes to um, being an owner, when it comes to being a general manager, he's not that great. And, you know, you have a lot of former players, even, you know, the same one of these players that we're going to talk about in a second, Steven Jackson even stated that he didn't like when he played it with, um, played with Jordan. You know, so, so again, it is what it is. Um, but, but, but what's really going down is um, on the podcast that, that, that Barnes has with um, Steven Jackson, um, former players of the NBA, you know, that actually turned analysts, you know, everybody got to find a way to make that bread afterwards, you know, but, 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 you know, um, they started talking a little bit about a former player that they, um, you know, I don't know if they're good, good turns, bad turns, but, you know, just talking about a former player, you know, on multiple occasions, you know, that player wound up being Kwame Brown, um Kwame Brown didn't take it lightly you know um you know I watched that episode you know they was calling him all type of you know different um you know they was calling him bus of course they was calling him like you know anything that you can do to actually try to demasculine a actual man you know in public or on a public platform so this, you know this, uh, this was uh you said Stephen um Stephen Jackson was saying this Stephen Jackson um and, and Matt Barnes yeah, and you also had what's the other guy that point guard for for the Wizards? You know, he, the one that had showed up with a gun in the NFL, oh, Gil- Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas, yeah. and Gilbert Arenas. So you know, it was all three of them on the show. You know, and you know, all of them had something negative to say about you know Kwame Brown. You know, and and, and, and Kwame Brown wind up you know hearing about it. You know, and you know, he, it's not the first time he said that he heard um his his name in the media. You know. He talked about Stephen A. Smith. He talked about, you know, all type of analysts, you know, um, 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 Broussard and other analysts that threw his name in their conversations when they actually spoke about the NBA. But um, he really took offense to what they was actually saying. And I would have, too, especially if it's the third time, you know, how many times you going to poke the bear before he go ahead and eat your ass. But he wind up going it ahead. The third and time, it was the third time for, for who saying it? It was the third time for um, Stephen um, Jackson and, oh. and actual Matt Barnes. Oh, I didn't see the other really occasions. 
Yeah, I didn't see the other two occasions that he spoke on um, prior to that actual show. But, but, but you know, he, uh, um, Kwame Brown said this was the third time. So I'm just going on what Kwame okay. Brown stated. You know, right. when he reacted to what um, they were actually saying. And he was going low blow. He was taking personal shots, uh, giving personal I mean, stories. Read, man. I'm saying, dying to know what he's saying. Um, he was like, <laughs> uh, uh, um, Stephen Jackson, you know you a bitch. You feel me? You know, in the locker room, you know, you know what it is with me. You feel me? Like, 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 he was like, you a fake, you a fake uh, uh, um, Black Lives Matter activist, someone to be on some positive shit, and then you want to go ahead and be a thug uh, 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 half an hour later. You feel me? He's saying that, that, that you was trash. You feel me? He was like, the only pe reason why people know you is because you wind up running in the stands and, 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 and punching some white people. You feel me? He was saying, you know, on speaking on how yeah. how how they're coons and they they date white women or on uh, uh, women um that's that's lighter skin. They do not date uh, uh, um like the 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 normal ideal. I guess I guess you would say ideal um image of a black woman, which is like chocolate or you know uh, um brown skin like myself and yourself. But 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 he was going in. You know, it was a lot that he was actually saying. You know, um, and, and, and you need to definitely go ahead and watch it. But but like when you watch it, you need to watch it from the Gilbert Arenas uh, um, um, podcast that he had with Matt Barnes and, and, and Stephen Jackson on their platform. Then you're going to go ahead and double back and, and go on the reaction Kwame Brown had. And then there was another reaction that, um, you know, Kwame Brown gave him the business. Like, you know, I'm giving it I'm giving you like a little bit that's on the surface. He really went in on them boys, giving um, Stephen A, uh, um, Stephen Jackson a reason to go ahead and respond, you know, and he's over here, you know, he's talking all type of, he's he's trying to be PC. He's trying to be politically correct at the same time, trying to be like gangster at the same time, trying to, and Kwame Brown, again, my wife done went ahead and he's like, do you know somebody named Kwame? I'm like, who are you talking about? You feel me? I'm like, Kwame Brown? I don't like, I don't know. She'll say something Henry. I'm like, I don't know nobody named Henry. You feel me? But she was like, Kwame. And then she looked up the video and said, Kwame Brown. And there was another video following what Steven Jackson reacted to, you know? And he was going in some more. He was like, yo, like, you know me. Like, everybody know me. Like, nobody can stop me from, from, from doing what I need to do. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But the difference is... um. He was saying that um, Stephen Jackson saying, oh, he ain't no gangster, this, that, and the other, like calling Kwame Brown like he ain't no gangster, he ain't about that life. And Kwame Brown was like, I ain't never said I was a gangster. You feel me? You, oh, you know, you can't get mad at me uh, for having security around me, but, 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 but when you have all these people wind up dying in these streets and doing this, that, and the other, you get mad at them because they go ahead and protect themselves because of the, 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 the bracket that they're in. And you complaining about that? I'm not trying to be a thug. You pretending that you a thug. You feel I me? Mean? I don't need to pretend. I don't need to pretend nothing. Everybody know what I'm about. You know, from when we was in the locker room together, when you was kissing that to the other motherfucker. And I don't remember the exact person name because you know these players been actually retired for a while. And if you weren't somebody that was like a LeBron James or MJ or Dwayne Wade, I'm probably not gonna remember your name like that. You know, so so. But again. When you actually watch, watch it, you're going to definitely go ahead and be like, yo, like, it look like y'all need to fight. And if y'all not going <laughs> to fight, it's probably going to be on some street shit. You feel me? But again, I don't, I don't think it should be on some street shit. We're not condoning violence here on the Mark West Sports Podcast. But at some point, 
you know, like, you know, as a man, you know, you're going to have to go ahead and handle your thing. And if that, if that means physically, physically fighting each other, then cool. But we all know Kwame Brown is a big guy. You feel me? He was a center. You feel me? To be exact. And, and, and Steven Jackson was a, a shooting guard or a small forward when he was actually in the league. So like one is probably seven foot and one is like six, two, six, three. One is like probably like close to 300 pounds and one is like probably like 220. I think I'm going to have my hands on Kwame Brown. So, so, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully it'll... A little bit. I think he's a little bit bigger than that. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm going to check that because I feel like he was a little bit, I think, I feel like he's like six, seven, something like that. He's still you know? going to get mudded. Like, is this just like, you remember <laughs> when Shaq had threw that blow against Charles Barkley? Like, y'all, like he, thank God you ducked. You feel me? It would have been a massacre on the NBA floor. But, yeah, he's but, 6'8", actually. Yeah, see, see, so that's what I'm saying. You know, it's crazy. Um, but 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 to be honest with you, he anyway. he, he 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 actually had thrown shots at uh, 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 Stephen A. Smith. Also, you know, calling him a coon, calling him like he a bitch ass nigga. He ain't no real nigga. All type of shit. And, and 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 that's why I do agree. You feel me? Because Stephen A. When it ultimately comes down to it, you know, he always give you PC. You know, I remember when Skip Bayless was on the show with him. You know, I kind of liked it, Stephen A. Well, I kind of liked Stephen A. Smith. You know, not liked it. I kind of liked Stephen A. Smith back at that actual point. And, you know, um, you know, um, the Heat were winning at that particular time. And I felt like he was the only one sticking up for LeBron, you know. But not, now seeing LeBron not here, I just know that you're a writer, period. You feel know I me? Mean? Because when it's time to actually be on some serious note, you're always riding now that's why i like uh, i'm shannon sharp you know um and our, our you know of course we know he ride also but when it comes to um politically uh, um censored conversations he actually speaks up he actually is like i'm speaking to marcus it's like i'm speaking to chris it's like i'm speaking to somebody not no um individual that's on a platform that gotta watch what he's saying because he know that somebody is paying his bills so 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 um, as far as and, and not just that, you know, he also spoke on like he was a coon too. like you dating you, you, you married to a white woman. And when I heard that, you know, I didn't know he was married to a white woman. But 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 um, to be honest with you, I don't understand. Well, I understand, you know, it's all good. But I know in certain topics, you're not going to be able to speak the way you really want to if you're. Like, let's just say my wife was white and I'm with her family and something like George Floyd or, you know, any one of these cases happening, you know, I'm going to be able to voice my opinion to a certain extent, if you feel what I'm saying. Whereas if I was in a household with Marcus, I'm just keeping it real with Marcus because I know that we both look the same. We both go through kind of the same things in life, you know, uh, 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 so, so I know he'll probably be able to relate a lot more. So, um, you know, when you look at the other side of it, I probably understand why Stephen A. don't have that stance that he want to have. But 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 again, that goes back to calling him a coon, because, you know, if you're in a uh, if you see what's going on in life and that's the reason why you're not saying something, you know, really standing on something. And I know you're married to her. You know, it's all good. I don't want to mess that up. But but, you know, um, that's why me personally, you know, I'm happy I'm married to my wife. And, and these conversations can actually grow, you know, having these conversations with Marcus and me and Marcus have heated conversations. You remember the last podcast, you feel me? Like 
we don't agree with everything and we look the same. So, 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 but, but, but still, you know, like I, I, I'm not married to Marcus, you know, we both are married yet. You, it's different when it's your household and not to have serious conversations politically, you know, or anything like that is hard, you know? So, so I do understand uh, uh, where Stephen A. Smith come from, but I definitely understand what Kwame Brown is coming from. Well, what, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a lot to really kind of digest and kind of unpack there. Um, you know, like with, with Kwame, Kwame Brown, like, first of all, like nobody has really heard your name in like how many years. So like you coming at people who are on a platform, because from what I understand, from what I was saying before, like he's coming at people that are on platforms and kind of creating a name for themselves and kind of attacking, I guess, analysts in general. Wait, 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 no, no, yeah, yeah and no, because, you know, everybody's been calling Kwame a bust for the longest and he felt no need to actually speak up on anything. What his thing is, is these are my former um, teammates. These are supposed to be my homeboys and nobody's talking to me about me right now. Not only are you calling me a bust, you bringing up other things that don't necessarily need to be in the light of the media. That's why he feels some type of way. It's like you come to me with something personal or you know a lot personally about me because you come to my crib, you chill, we have drinks with each other, you know, we go to the beach with each other. We, you, there's a lot of things that you know about me that the public won't know. For you to go on your platform and use me as the person to build your platform up and you already got a platform with millions of followers. Why do you need to throw down your homeboy or someone you had a relationship with knowing that I've been out of the media light for the longest. Like, why are you attacking probably, me and for the third time? Because they probably wasn't really homeboys like that, you know? Um, yeah, that's you true. Know? And I mean, at the same time, it's like, if you got, if you're on a platform, you have an opinion, you know, we got opinions. Obviously we have a platform. Of course. You know, so to speak, that is, you know, steadily growing and we're going to get more people who are going to have counter opinions on what, what we say. And, it is what it is because this is all about banter, debate, conversation, perspective. And if you want to say Kwame Brown's a bus, like th- there's there's a there's a reasoning behind that, you know. But like to come at somebody repeatedly, that you know is like you said, it feels like these fighting words. Like like if you had a, an opinion about me, Wes, and it was true, or it can be considered true. Then I'm gonna be like, okay, you know, you didn't have to say that, whatever it what it might, I may feel kind of way about whatever you said about me that was true, that's in a negative way. Mm-hmm. But if you continue to come at me, then I feel like, okay, so you trying to make this personal, you trying to make this uh a thing outside of just a platform and me speaking exactly. So I totally agree with Kwame uh coming after them, like yo, like we understand the point like people have been saying i'm a bus for years i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. and all of a sudden now you you just kind of beating this dead horse for for what reason and the reason that i can only think if i'm Kwame brown is like you you want real beef you want some action you want some smoke you know like so if i'm Kwame brown i'm not and i'm not a bitch ass nigga i'm <laughs> going to come after you the way that he did or like how y'all saying i mean mm-hmm. i didn't hear it yet i seen a little bit of it but i didn't see enough to where i can really voice an opinion but uh but yeah i mean hey uh it, I, i'm glad for for kwame brown just for standing up uh for himself because there's a lot of bus out there that continue to get you know uh you know ridiculed for for what they 
did in the league or didn't do in in the league, like Ryan Leaf and Jamarcus Russell, just to name a few, and uh, Milicic, and you know, Quick question. bus after bus. But like after a while, you know, come on, man. Like I've moved on with my life. Um, you know, you know, my family is probably gonna get ridiculed as well because you on a platform talking about me and what I did. So yeah, I totally agree with him clapping back on them. TC, but what do you really? Because me, I, I, I really have a different definition of what do you call a bus? Because you know, for someone, he played in the league for like twelve years. You know, he averaged like nine points, five rebounds at that time. That was good enough to get you good money. You know, um, he, he stayed out of the media light, you know, not only stay out of the media light, he kept his 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 nose clean out of out of out of out of negative situations. We have other people like just making it to the NFL, making it to the NBA. You know, there's thousands of people trying to make these uh, um, leagues and never do And For someone to be in a league for 12 years, I think that's a success for someone that's able to buy his mom's a house. Oh, yeah. Pay his well, yeah generally, so, I would say that you know. is, of course, a success, but it's all about how high were you drafted or what was the expectations of you coming in to but, the league? And if those see, expectations were really high, if you were a number one pick or if you were the number five pick, your expectations are super high. And if I'm a think business, about it, Marcus. And if I'm a business, I invested, I am already investing this money in you. So exactly. if I'm investing all of this money in you and you don't turn out to be what I'm investing, then you're basically busting up my investment. And that's exactly. why you're, you're called a bust. See, so, but yeah, see, but I mean, think I about it. Who drafted him, MJ? How many, like, come on, man, MJ? Like, everybody call him, like, one of the worst general managers of all time. Like, is it his fault that you drafted me number one? Someone else probably would have drafted me number in the second round. You know, and, and, and um, MJ's or the public perception of, of what you consider great is probably not his, you know, uh, um, his goal. His goal probably was, um, like, what I was hearing from, from the actual recording of him. You know, he wanted to make it to the league. You know, he remember he's one of those guys that made it to the league straight out of high school. There's a there's only a few people that made it out of high school. You got KG, you got Kobe, you got LeBron, you know, and a few other names. You know, but 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 again, you know, if, if you was drafted that high in high school, high school, straight out of high school, you you definitely um can't be a bust. But again, every team that MJ had was trash, unless he was the one actually playing. He was general manager, trash. If he's the uh, the actual owner, trash. You know, so 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 that's the only reason why I kind of give him a pass. You know, I'm gonna give him a pass. Remember, he played with Kobe. You know, people people um um have something to say about him when he played with Kobe. But like, look, you know, ultimately Kobe's not like a player like LeBron James. He's not a player like like Jimmy Butler. He's the one of the greatest, but but he had to shoot the ball a lot. You know, and if you got to shoot the ball a lot, then what you think going to happen? Like the, the, the big guy whose job is to, you know, guard the paint and, you know, get rebounds. And like, what do you think his job is going to be? You know, he's not going to have 20, 30 point games because those points are allocated to those players that get paid all that money, which is the Kobe Bryant's, which is the Shaq's, which is, you, you feel what I'm saying? So, so, you know, everybody got to take it in a different perspective, you know, but again, like me and Marcus said, like, yo, you know, how many times you're going to be talking about something before I actually take it personal, you know? And if I know you, you know, I'm pretty sure I think I had that conversation with you. 
And if I didn't have that conversation you with you and you know I got that type of temper like that and you know I'm on that, like you wouldn't even want to talk about it anyway. That's just a topic you don't want to talk about because don't think that my reaction is going to change because you're on that platform. If you know I'm about that life and I come see you, then don't use that platform to be like, oh, he ain't going to come see me because everybody um, see me talking about it. So no, no, no. You feel what I'm saying? So, so again, there's always a line. Again, you know how they say it's a thin line between love and hate. You know, it's a thin line between, you know, something that's just plain Jane and something that you can take seriously, you know, and it, it's on the eye of the person you're talking to. So, you know, we could take a lot of things personal and, you know, it probably was not even Marcus um, or Wes's, um, like, was not even trying to make each other um, pissed off or anything like that. But again, three times is a charm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Uh, we're just going to keep it moving with the NBA topics. Uh, we got LeBron James, obviously, in the talk this week because he was in the play-in game with the Golden, well, the Lakers. Of course, he plays with the Lakers playing against the Golden State Warriors. Um, Steph Curry, obviously, uh, the leader of that team. Uh, it was a great game. I actually watched most of that game. Uh, okay. It was a great game from start to finish. I feel like yeah, Steph Curry... Steph Curry and the Warriors kind of gave that game away like, yeah. towards the end. Um, I feel like there was an opportunity for them to win. I feel like they called a really bad call on Draymond Green on a screen. Like I had no, like it was a regular screen and they just called it because it was Draymond Green. I feel like he's got that, he's got that label on him. So they just going to give him, and that was, it was one possession. It was a one possession game. That one possession, LeBron James did hit the three. It was a lucky three that, you know, he hit. You know, um, it was a great game, but in front uh, of Steph Curry, too. <laughs> yeah, Steph Curry left him alone because he didn't really think he was gonna hit the shot. So by the time he saw that LeBron got there, it was too late. You know, so I mean, uh, but to be honest, the way LeBron was shooting that game was terrible, and he was like thirty feet away. So odds are he he was supposed to miss that shot, especially after getting poked in the eye. <laughs> So, like, the fact that he got that shot in, uh, I think, was just luck. I mean, it. I love to hate LeBron James, you know, so it was it was fun to watch, but terrible to see LeBron James win another game, and he's getting all this glory on ESPN. I mean, that just that just makes me want to throw up sometimes, you know, <laughs> all the, the constant LeBron love, oh, how he's the greatest, you know, your boy, um, Shannon Sharp is like one of the biggest LeBron fans ever. And he's that's just, the only reason I don't like him. He, he just praising LeBron so much. I'm just like, come on, man. He 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 hit a lucky ass shot. Um, and really the the Warriors didn't take advantage of the chances that they made. And then the last play was a dumb play. Like, of course, you know that they're gonna key in on Steph. You should pass it to somebody else and then maybe try to pass it to Steph in in in, in the 2.1 seconds that was left. It was just a dumb play call. Like of course they doubled him and then the ball just went out of went out of bounds or whatever. It was just terrible the way that game ended. But LeBron James, we're bringing this up because this is just an opportunity where his bitch ass has to bring attention <laughs> to himself, man. Like I'm sorry for cursing, but like he just has to bring all this all this attention like to himself. He's such a diva, bro. Like he like once he gets poked in the eye by like Draymond, and I'm so glad they didn't call no flagrant foul because it was just a regular hard foul the fact that they were looking at it was pissing me off as well 
And the fact that he's on the floor, like uh, like all these dramatics, he's like looking. I mean, you've seen all the memes on social media about it. I mean, then he then he wants to talk about, yeah, then he wants to bring out one of my favorite movies. You know, so <laughs> talking about talking about oh yeah, I got poked in the eye and I saw three baskets. Rocky. I just shot for the one in the middle. Like Rocky. what? Really? You just gonna steal that line from Rocky? You know. Rocky, those who haven't seen this, Rocky Four, and he was like, "Yo, I think there's three of them out there." And um, Paulie was like, "Oh, just hit the guy in the middle," you know. So he just basically took the took the line, and it just uh, it just made me want to throw up even more. I'm tired of LeBron love that's out there, and well, I'll let you speak on that, but I also want to talk about what you think that they will do in the playoffs based on what you saw. Okay, well, me personally, I think I think the Lakers are shelling themselves right now. You know, notice that they they actually had to take um, Drummond out of the game because like he 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 couldn't play no defense like at that particular time. You know, that's one of the biggest acquisitions they had this year, um, and, and you know they didn't look good. You know, early on, Golden State Warriors were. Well, Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Steph was raining them threes, rain man all day. You know, he ain't Sean Kent, but he's still raining them threes, you know. And, and, and they had like maybe like a 10 on point game that I've seen, and it went up a little bit more, you know. And, and, and I was like, okay, you know, I, I was really, you know, it was a late game. So I was like, all right, LeBron's going to lose today. You know, I could go ahead and change the channel. I could vibe with wifey, you know. Um, fourth quarter, you know, I watched the last few minutes of the game and I was in disgust, you know, of course, um, uh, Marcus went, um, went ahead and stated that the last play as far as with the, um, the call, you know, it was a regular screen and they gave um, the call to the Lakers. And then, of course, you know, LeBron James can go ahead and double back and hit a three, you know, um, some people say it was in Steph Curry's face. But again, you know, Marcus went ahead and broke it down. He wind up seeing it late because of course we know lebron can't shoot threes like that he's consistent inconsistent he you know in that game exactly so why would i think you're gonna actually try that shot you know because we all know lebron want to pass it to somebody else so they could take the blame you know so so you know <laughs> lebron wind up shooting the ball you know steph you know reacted late you know and you know it was a clutch moment for lebron you know even though he was having a bad game um it just, it's just, you know, like, I just hate when LeBron wins, but I kind of was happy that he won anyway, because again, um, I think that the Golden State Warriors are going to go ahead and wind up being the eight seed. Um, I think they have to play um, Minnesota today. Memphis. Memphis, 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 yeah. um, Grizzlies today um, yeah. to, to wind up getting that eight seed. And, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing in Golden State Warriors versus the Phoenix Suns, you know, like in the first round, you know, um, it seemed like a good game to me, you know, um, as far as the Lakers, um, what do I think that they're going to do? Most people will still put them going to the finals because really I truly don't see too many people beating the Lakers. You know, I look at the records, I see the Phoenix Suns has got the best record in the league. You know, of course you just seeing what, Golden State just did. And of course, you know, the West period is a high, high, high powered, well oiled machine. You know, they find ways to actually win. Um, crazy. As soon as LeBron go to the West, you know, um, the, the East wind up being good also. So the league, you know, the, there's parity everywhere. Um, 
And, and I really, truly still think that the Lakers are going to make it to the finals. I really want them to make it to the finals so we can whoop LeBron in the finals this year. You know, I do really do think that he's going to go back before we even jump on that. But I think the Lakers will make it to the actual finals again. I don't see anybody stopping LeBron and AD. Because, look, I mean, you got them playing somebody that people consider the MVP right now and and, and, and Stephen Curry, you know, and – he couldn't do it by himself. You know, he need his other splash brother with Clay Thompson. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give Golden State a pass for this year. Um, I'm going to go ahead and mark um, the, the actual Lakers to go back to the finals. But I don't think that they'll win the finals this year if it's going against the Heat. If it's Brooklyn, probably, you know, and, and I'll, I'll speak on that later. Um, but but that's why I see it. I mean, for, for me, this could be my LeBron hate talking, but I don't see it, bro. I don't <laughs> see it, bro. Like, from what I saw in this game, and, like, Steph Curry, yeah, he, he can't do it by himself, but who the hell else is on that team? Andrew Wiggins? And every other team in the playoffs is way better than the Warriors. You telling me that that Laker team is going to go, you know, round by round, and the next round they got the Suns. The Suns actually had the two seed. And whoever wins the game tonight is going to play Utah because Utah okay, has okay. the best uh, record in okay. the league. I mean, I mean, like, I just do not see a team like – I mean, they could be not fully healthy, you know, because from what I saw from Anthony um, – yeah, Anthony Davis, I'm just like, this ain't the same Anthony Davis I saw in the finals last year because Anthony Davis was beasting, you know. I mean, all albeit Bam wasn't 100%. I don't even think he played all the games in the finals. So, you know, who was he playing against? You know, who was he bullying? Andre Iguodala? I mean, come on, man. But still, like, Anthony Davis is not 100%. LeBron James, to me, is not 100% because usually he's out there getting rebounds, especially in a game like this where you had to win. He's out there just getting a bunch of rebounds, although he still, I think, still had eight, nine, something like that rebounds. But I do not see a team like this going to the finals. I could be wrong, but I hope okay. I'm right. <laughs> I hope <laughs> you know, you're right I too, bro. Right, because like from what I saw in this game and I like, you know, like basketball, I really just watch the Heat games for the most part. Like um, it's rarely that I'll watch a game that doesn't involve the Heat like I did this week with oh, the Heat game. And I was just like, Yo, this is a team that everybody's saying is going to go straight to the finals. They could barely get past Steph Curry and, like, the YMCA squad. Like, come on, man. Like, it doesn't take rocket science that Steph Curry is going to try to drop 30, and he dropped 30 anyway. And you knew he was going to try to drop 30. Like, I don't understand that. Like, come on. Besides Anthony Davis and LeBron, who I think both are not 100%, who scares you on that team? No nobody nobody scares you on that team and I think these other teams are just built a little bit better I think Denver Phoenix Utah you know maybe even Portland and the Clippers I think those teams are just built a little bit stronger I think last year the team from last year is a different team from this the one from this year because you know they they don't got Rondo um they don't got you know bitch ass Dwight Howard but you know but still it was another body another big body in there and I don't think you know Andre Drummond as you alluded to was gooking that night and 
he's never really that great offensively anyway. He's really there just for defense and rebounding. And if you can't do that, you're just a liability. See, so, but I don't know. I don't see it. I just, I just don't see it with the Lakers, bro. I, I, I feel you majority of the time, but, like, think about it, though. Like, it's all, it's really on matchups because Stephen Curry, just the plain fact that he can shoot, like, at the at the, the actual logo, you know, it, it, he, him, Damon Lillard, certain players, it just, you know, completely messes up the de- defense. The Lakers are built for half half-court defense, playoff basketball, and, you know, Golden State is built for whatever. You know, right now, they're not built for whatever because Clay is not there. So, you know, that half-court game is kind of out, you know, but it, I, just, I just think that it's a matchup that they don't, don't play well for the Lakers. But any other team, they're not as, as high-powered of a offense like Stephen Curry. We're not talking about Golden State Warriors. We're talking about Stephen Curry. You know what I mean? They don't have Stephen Curry's offense. Someone like him, you know, like, it's just like, yo, you know, and, and we know LeBron can't shoot like that. We know that they're not 100%, but, like, I could see them still beating the Clippers. I could still beat – I could see them um, beating the, the Phoenix Suns. I still am feeling that they can beat probably the Utah Jazz, you know, even, even not healthy. You know, I not see it, sir. Come on, you gotta understand, man. They find ways. The Jordan rules. They got the LeBron rules. They're gonna find ways to I make. I mean, LeBron yeah, rules. yeah. I mean, if the fix is in, which the fix is always in, <laughs> they'll probably find a way to get LeBron's ass back to the finals. But from what I saw, bro, like you know, I just, I just do not see it, and I just hope he does not make it to the finals again because if he makes it to the finals i gotta feel like i'm like oh well, can't talk like that Marcus. but anyways what see, wait, 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 wait. the reason why i don't want you to talk like that is because you see how you're so so pessimistic on him going to the finals he'll use this as you see everybody said that we were not gonna win and then we win so what would you say what would you consider or would you consider him the goat would you you know he got five rings now Oh, 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 like he had nothing. Nah, he don't Stop have it, white bitch ass. He uh, don't have none of these players. Blah, blah, blah. He's a shell of himself. This, that, and the other. That's what everybody, I was watching the Mark Westport podcast, and that's what they were saying. Him, Stephen A., everybody. That's a damn nightmare, man. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to hear that either, bro. Like, come on, man. I, that, that's what I lived last year, bro. I lived last year, and it was against our heat. You know what I'm saying? It's, man, I just, Hope it does not happen from what I've seen. They got lucky to win that game. You know what I'm saying? Even, even if they lost, I still think they would beat Memphis and yeah. they'd still be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think they could beat pretty much any team in a seven-game series from six or from five down. But um, those top four teams, I feel like, really, have, I think, have a chance to beat the Lakers, and I, I am not sold on them going back to the finals. But but anyways, let's just move on to the next topic. Uh, we do got a team that's home team in the playoffs, which is our Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. You know, finally we have, you know, got a win because it was looking bad. It was looking yeah. real bad for the first two games. You know, the first game, I don't know if you've seen the first game, Wes, but they cheated. That, that was one of the best hockey games I, I like ever seen because it was back and forth, back and forth. It was lead change after lead change and it was like scrappy like every time the, the puck stopped they was like fighting each other pushing each other down 
Um, there was a lot of really great plays. It was like almost fast breaks, like in basketball, that those type of goals were being being played. The second game was more of a boring type of game. It was more of a defensive type of struggle. And we just couldn't score or not. We couldn't score. Like it was, it was uh not a good look. So I wasn't, I had a game last night. I was at the Miami Central, Miami uh Palmetto spring game last night. So I didn't see any of the Panthers game at all. Actually. When I left the game, I just looked at my phone and seen the score. I was like, whoa, we won. So the Panthers pulled out an overtime win last night. Um, and it was an overtime goal uh, against um, or with um, a player that's always the scrappy. Every hockey team has one player that's like the enforcer. Like, yo, don't mess with us because I will whoop your ass. And it's literally because it's hockey, <laughs> you know, and he's that guy, you know, he's not really, usually they're not really great scorers. They're really one of those, you know, they're the muscle of your team. So this guy who's not even really that big, but he is that muscle. He talks a lot and like, you know, he talks a lot of smack and he's the one who got the goal. So I'm glad he got it and they got life. And like I said um, before in podcast, hockey playoffs are so unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen with every game every game is a new animal just just because we are in tampa now for these for last night's game and this game doesn't mean okay it's over because we're in tampa no it doesn't matter they don't even have full capacity crowds anyway so i think the panthers still have a chance but they gotta win this game though this next game tomorrow um which is an early game too by the way it's at 12 30 um in the afternoon it, they have to win this game. They have to find a way to win this game because if they can do that and get the momentum and come back, they have a chance to win this series. And if they win this series, I feel like they have the chance to win the whole thing because Tampa Bay is this, the defending Stanley Cup champions. They got two of the, of the best players in the league, not just on their team, but in the league back after injury. I feel like they were on the maintenance plan too, just like yeah. in the NBA. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, your two best players just come back out of nowhere if we can find a way to beat this team, then finally we can win a playoff series for the first time since the 90s, bro. That's the last time we won a playoff series. In 96. Yeah, it was the 90s. was that run that we, we actually made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals because we lost in the in the Stanley Cup Finals. I actually remember that. I remember that year because yeah, I rats. actually – Remember the yeah, rats? Like they were throwing rats on the on the actual um court. I was not watching like um you know um hockey like that, but I had you know I know how to draw. So my my um teacher asked me to draw a big poster of a Florida Panthers Panthers jersey, like you know the logo and everything, which I did. We wound up losing, but you know it is what it is. Um, but yeah, well we're gonna be rooting for home team uh and you know see what they do. Um. Uh, I, I really think they got a chance to I even up the series. Yeah, yeah, I really think they got a chance to even the series. You know, um, this year I think they're tied. They were tied in regular season for wins and losses. But like Marcus was saying, like yo, like I, I, how the hell you get two of the best players back that's in the league, two of the best players in the league back on one team? You know, after being injured, um, I kind of heard that it was kind of. Yeah, the maintenance program, but it actually was salary. I think if they played in the regular season, there would have been $11 million over the salary cap. Oh, but okay. when it comes to playoffs, playoffs is different from regular season. So they don't count that against the salary cap. So they're kind of like cheating right now. You feel what I'm saying? If you really <laughs> want to be technical, you know what I mean? So, so, so yeah. that, 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 that's what I got to say on that. 
Um, I, I, you know, I don't really watch hockey like that. You know, of course, I still don't understand the rules, you know, but, 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 but again, I do look, look at the highlights. I did like that goal. It was a fast break. You know, you had one guy, you know, going to the net and another guy that was in the middle of the actual ice, two, two defenders kind of threw it to his other guy and wind up, you know, getting that goal that went on game winning goal. So always a good thing when, when Florida wins, you know, it should be called the Miami, Miami Panthers, but again, I'll take the Florida Panthers as well. But but yeah, it was a real, real, real um, um, nail biter, is what they say. You know, yeah. um, and the cool thing about it was um was Brian Flores, bro. Brian Flores, oh, yeah. the, head, <laughs> the head coach of the of the Miami Dolphins during oh, game two. This, this was game two. He was in the stands, and the crowd was kind of down because I think we were down 2-0 at the time. But he he put he stole somebody towel and was just like you know, waving up in the air and everybody, he got the camera got on him and everybody got all hyped up. I was like, man, this is great because I, I know I mentioned this before, but the Panthers got a black general manager who was actually a former uh, hockey player himself. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, they, you got a black head coach who, who works for a, also a black general manager in the Dolphins hyping up a majority uh, arena with white people in there. <laughs> you know, it was it was a little bit ironic to kind of see that dynamic all happen. You know, you got a general manager of the team and then a head coach of another team, you know, hyping up a bunch of white people in a in an arena. It was it was great to see. And I and I, I love that. I love the fact that Brian Flores, you know, once he commits to a city, he commits all in. And uh, I, I love to see that um, on on, uh, on TV, which, which I saw. All I got to say on that is loyalty. <laughs> loyalty all day. Loyalty all day. Um, so we'll, we'll keep some, we just talked about the NFL just for a bit. Let's talk about a little bit about the other news. This, this is kind of just kind of ridiculous news to me, but. um <laughs> but talk about I, it anyway. Yeah, we got to talk about it. Is Tim Tebow, man. Tim Tebow is one of those polarizing figures as well. Is is once he like, once he becomes in the news, it's like fire. It's just like he's always on ESPN. They're always talking about him or whatnot. Now, overall, Tim Tebow is a good guy, you know, from what I know. You know, he's a Christian guy. He married early. Uh, you know, oh. he. Oh, he married. Know, he did a, huh? He married now? I thought, I, I, I believe he, he was married yeah. for a while. I don't know. I, I thought he was I dating could be something. wrong on that, but I thought he, I thought he was married for a while, like, like way early. Like while he was in college or right after college. Nah, nah, he wasn't married. He wasn't married in college. Nah. He was still a virgin. You remember him talking about that? You know? I was like, how you a virgin? You got all them throwing that sack at you at Florida State. You know how them girls work. He was dedicated to the Lord. And I give him props for that. You know, and he did uh, missionary work uh, across seas, you know. So overall, he seems like a a good guy, but he's annoying when it comes to him being an an analyst. He, like he he I just can't I can't take him in he's just he's all over the place he's a total homer you know what I'm saying he only roots for the Gators for obvious reasons and he he doesn't put on that analyst hat on he just has the Gator hat on which makes him annoying on TV um that's how kind of how Emmett Smith was when he was on TV for a little while but Tim Tebow is getting another chance at the NFL 
this is after I believe maybe about 10 years of not being in the league. And when he was in the league, he was trash. Now, for the most part, he did have that one year where he did lead the team to a playoff victory, although it was one pass to Demarius Thomas and Demarius Thomas <laughs> did the rest. You know what I'm saying? He hit one pass. And I think in that game, he might have been like, I don't know, seven for 14 or something like that. It was something really low. So after that season, Denver just said, hey, we're, we're done with you. We're, we're going to move on to the next player, which ended up being Peyton Manning. And then um, he gets a chance at, with the Jets as uh, they put him as an H-back or a fullback, you know, and then they played him at tight end for a little bit in the preseason and it didn't work out and they cut him and he's never been in the NFL since. <laughs> but so, he got another shot in baseball. And they got another shot in baseball um, in the minor leagues for the Mets. And that became news for like a week. And it was annoying me too. Like, Why? Nobody, there's a bunch of minor league players that are playing really hard, trying to make themselves, trying to get themselves in the major leagues. And you just focusing on this one guy who used to play football. Like it was just, it just annoys me. It annoys the hell out of me. And this whole story annoys me because of two reasons. Like one, this should not be a story first. Like, why are you hiring this guy? You know, why are you putting this guy at tight end? He had does not have like there's there's tight ends right now who are trying to get in the league, who have played tight end pretty much their whole life. And then you're gonna have this guy come in and replace that guy who's more than likely probably black. You know what I'm saying? And now I mean the 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 business aspect of it makes sense because he's from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He went to Nice High School, which is in Jacksonville. He won a state championship in Jacksonville. He's a he's a hometown kid, obviously. He went to Florida, stayed in the state, won two championships. So obviously he's popular as hell in North Florida. Everybody who who knows anything about football in North Florida knows who Tim Tebow is. So it makes business sense, I guess, for you to have a player like this on your team. But I would rather him see, see him on a staff. Like if you wanted to be like, you know, operational guy, like like somewhere on the staff or, you know, like an assistant water coach boy. An, <laughs> or a water boy or anything like that, then that would make more sense to me. But the fact that you got this guy and there's players, other players out there who deserve a chance that are not getting a chance because this guy is getting a chance it just it's smeared with white privilege it's smeared with you know just favoritism um i don't know if you experience favoritism at work Wes, ever but i have and it yeah. don't feel good it don't yeah. feel good at all so yeah. obviously there's favoritism because he's with his old head coach that used to coach him at florida so there's the ties there and then there's the ties with jacksonville florida so obviously that's not, that's how he got the job and it's not fair because that's not how he should get the job you should get the job based on your tape based on your work ethic based on how you trained but just off of your name and the history is is straight garbage trash whatever you want to call it whatever word negative words you want to use and it's just it's it's i unfortunately am wishing for him to fail 
I'm just gonna say that. I agree with everything that 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 you just stated, Marcus. Like, I can't stand Tebow first and foremost. <laughs> you know, I like I like the plain fact that you know he's a team guy. His work ethic is amazing. You know, he's spiritually there. You know, like the guy just got married January 20th of 2020. So he just, his nuts just dropped. Oh, okay. He just popped his cherry yes. just <laughs> recently. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 you know, for someone to, 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 you know, refrain from, from, you know, um, you know, um, eating the apple, if you <laughs> may say, you know, especially coming from Florida, you know, like Marcus, um, you just stated, um, you know, winning a championship twice, you know, being a home guy, going to school here, you know, just everything is just like uh, uh, like like the Brady Bunch. You know what I mean? Like one of these, you know, like scripted uh, lives that you see, you know. So so um, other than that, he's trash. You know, when it comes to him being a quarterback, he was trash. You know, when it comes to him being that full on fullback, halfback, you know, and tied in when they gave him that that chance um, in New York, trash. You know, so again, you know, we all know it's the white privilege, um, not just the white privilege, but you know, I'm being familiar with with a, a particular guy. You know, you we all know that the head coach, um, he actually um, coached Tim Tebow. You know, there's a lot of guys that he coached and he brought him back out of all people. And there's a lot of people that's better than Team Tebow that I know for a fact. I don't even look at the numbers. I could just go on the eye test, you know, and you chose to go with him. So I think it's something other than that. We do know that um, um, the head coach, you know, he's a spiritual guy also. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, think about it. Like, you know, um, the head coach is spiritual. His wife is spiritual. Tim Tebow is spiritual. Now, Tim Tebow walked the walk and talked the talk. I don't know about the head coach, you know, because, right. you know, there's a lot of different stories about him, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, as far as with the, you know, um, not informing, you know, the police that, you know, um, on one of your um, friends um, is domestically um, beating his wife or girlfriend, you know, you're going to say you didn't know. My wife, no, I didn't know really like come on now it's just like being the biggest kingpin in the world and, and, and your wife don't know anything like what do you think she is a flamingo with a head in the dirt like you are tripping so 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 again you know it is what it is uh, the only reason i'm kind of rooting for this team is because jacksonville been trash for the longest and they play for florida you know i'm a homer you know um, i hate tom brady you know i hate jacksonville i hate you know tampa bay but, you know, if the Dolphins is not in the playoffs, if the Dolphins is not in contention to anything and you're in the playoffs or you're in the Super Bowl, I'm going to root for you to win so we can keep championship here in Florida, even though it's not Miami, Florida. Keep it down here in the Gunshine State, you know, and, 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 and we'll definitely, you know, appreciate that. But it is what it is. White privilege at its finest. Um, you got you got Colin Kaepernick that that's still yet to even be given a real shot. Some people are gonna be like, well, they gave him a shot and he walked out on them. You know, y'all didn't understand the circumstances and you know, any any other guy um, would have walked out in that in that situation because you're you're putting the situation to fail, not to succeed. You got, you know, you had the um Chad Ocho Cinco's, you had the Terrell Owens, you have all type of different players. You got uh, Ray Rice, you know, now again, we do know that these um, some of these players have big mouths. We do know some of these players 
did um you know have stories in um um for for domestic violence you know but the wife stayed so if the wife could forgive him then you know the world should be able to forgive him you know that's how i look at it you know um and, and and you know i don't understand how someone that's been away from the league for like nine to ten years you know is still getting a shot you know that's crazy you know it's just like you know jordan deciding to come back and play right now because he's jordan like really like no it doesn't even make any sense but hey it is what it is that's just one of the things that you got to deal with being like me and Marcus or anybody else that look like us, you know, that's, that's, that's what you got to deal with when you're a, a, a woman in this uh, world, when, you know, men get paid more than you and you, you probably could do the job better. You know, it's just what it is, you know, life ain't fair. You know, yeah. I could care less because it's not going to affect my life if he's in a league or if he's not in a league, you know, if anything, it makes them worse. And if the Dolphins played them, then that's just another victory. You know, I'm not going to need to worry about Tim Tebow as a tight end. Like, hey, let's let's double somebody else because it's like, you ain't worried about him. You know, yeah. I really do think that they're going to probably use him like in a wildcat form, though, some way. You know, they're going to have different gadgets, di different trick plays where oh, he's going to get murdered, bro. Yeah, I, I think so, too. He's going to get murdered. <laughs> I think so, too. I think so, too. But I, I really do think, you know, just like Tua, you know, you got so much people on you saying negative things about you he's one of these guys that's going to be the gym rat he's going to be the one that's watching film and now again remember his, his iq as a football player was never in question it's his arm so being yeah. a, a a player like yo like if he know where to be at the right time then like come on man it's not that hard to catch the ball you know what apparently, i'm saying apparently it is for him because the one pass that he was thrown to in the preseason hit him in the face I don't know if you remember that, Wes, but the one pass that he was thrown to hit him dead in the face. But you got to think about like, it, though. <laughs> you got to think about what team was it? The Jets. Like, everybody Jets. know everything about the Jets. Is that aura. Like, you go, you'll go and play for the Jets, and Marcus could have been a five-star player in Miami his whole life. And then he went to Alabama and played, and he went to the, the Jets, and then this is not Marcus no more. You feel me? He's not the same person. You know, so so that I, I'm gonna give him a pass. You feel me? It's the Jets. Like yo, like come on, man. Like yo, I guess, I guess. But yeah, but a bunch of tight ends is getting snubbed, which is which is basically the situation. And another person from our home team that got snubbed is our boy Bam, bro. Like I, like Bam. I understand like if you don't want to give him the defensive player of the year. Because statistically, I looked at the stats, and and these awards are most, mo mostly like stats awards. They just look at the stats. They're like, okay, well, this guy has the most blocks, you know, so we'll give it to him. So they gave it to Rudy Gobert again, right? Did they give it to Rudy Gobert? I think they still. I, I think they gave it to him more as their finalist for top three. I think Rudy Gobert. You got. Um, oh, so they didn't even give it out here. Yeah, you got Ben Simmons, Rudy Gobert. And ben Simmons, one other guy. Anyway, but I anyway, think, I think Draymond Green. I'm not sure. But I don't know. Okay, well, whatever. But um, yeah, like the fact that if you don't want to put him in the finalists, okay, I I can accept that. But to not put him on defensive first team, second team, like third team. Do they have a third team? If they had a third team, they didn't put him on him. And if they did that to him, like, come on, man, like. Dude is beast, bro. Like, as far as what he does on the floor, he has a niche. And his jump shot has improved drastically. We're not talking about jump shots when we come to talking to defense, but we're just talking about his overall game that has improved 
this season. And the fact that you, you're not even giving him a mention, I mean, he was already snubbed from the All-Star. He's questionable that you could have gave him an All-Star uh, selection. Uh, but then you're going to snub him again for the defense. I mean, I like it. I mean, I don't like it, but at the same time, I like it because it gives him motivation now. Thank like, you. Like, he's, 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 he's going to be hungry in these playoffs now. You're like, oh, you're not going to recognize how good I am? I'm, I'm going to show you. You're going to know who Bam is. You're going to know how to pre- pronounce out of Bayou. You're going to know how to pronounce that because for, for him to get snubbed is just ridiculous. And But I like the fact that this is going to motivate our boy Bam to dominate in these playoffs. And what a bet, there's, there's no better matchup for him than to be against Giannis. You know, like if you can show up Giannis, you know, and maybe Giannis was the other guy on the, on the defensive um, uh, team that they put on instead of him. And if that's so, that's even more motivation for Bam. So, yeah, man, they did my dog wrong. And um, hopefully that's going to be motivation for him to, to tear it up in these playoffs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, um, you know, I really do think that's motivation. Again, like, like Marcus just stated, you know, like, yo, I'm happy that that happened. You know, one, because I'm cynical and I'm like, yo, you know, I don't want him to use that in future contracts because, you know, when people start, you know, getting all these accolades, they they wind up wanting a little bit more money. I know we just signed him to like a four year deal, but this is the second year to that contract. So, you know, two more years after that, then he's going to be like, look, you know, I was the defensive player of the year. I, you know, I wind up getting that shot that West and everybody else is talking shit about. You feel me? You know, so so. You know, I do I do understand um, that why they didn't leave him because, you know, normally, you know, um, people that's not in the top four or, or, or teams that people don't really consider like one of the best teams. Again, remember, Miami Heat are is one of the best teams, but we don't get that treatment. Never at all. At, at all. all. I'm you glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I just I'm just going to say this and then I'll let you finish. Go ahead. But, did you hear how much they was like, well, first of all, Charles Barkley was saying um, that, oh, I don't think there's any team outside of the top three teams in the East that will contend at all. The top three teams are on another level. And then I got a boy who um, he, he got that, um, you know, almost like that, uh, that plug that we got on, on, the, on the cable, uh, but, but with some different uh, you know, individuals. <laughs> and uh, he was watching the, he always watches the opposite broadcast just to see what kind of, you know, crap they talking. And it was against, it was against uh, Philly when it was one of those last games against Philly. And the Philly announcers was like, oh, I can't believe that we're down this big to a mediocre team. I was like, what? <laughs> Did, did they forget that we was in the NBA finals last season? I, I just don't understand that. So the Lakers get a pass, right? The Lakers get a pass. They had to play in the play-in game. So they did worse than us as far as the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody, including Wes, saying they're going to go to the NBA finals. But the media is not giving us the same treatment. And I don't understand why, but at the same time, I do understand why. But I know. I, I understand why. They hate our beaches. <laughs> They hate our weather. 
they hate <laughs> they hate everything about Miami. So you know, like again, you know, like you got all these people. Um, again, when you you know, this is another topic, but when you when when you control the media, control how dumb people think. You know, the mass dumb people, people like myself and Marcus that can go ahead and watch a game and dissect the game and be like, yeah, we lost, but it was a good loss, you know, um, compared to somebody like, oh, we're trash, we're mediocre. Like, yo, do you remember what we did last year? Do How many rings your, your team got? How many rings our team got? You know, <laughs> it's just certain things like that that annoys me. But again, you know, coming from Miami, you know what it is, it's motivation um, for myself, it's motivation for Marcus, and I know it's definitely motivation for the Heat. You know, like I've been saying before, Westerdamas, you know, the Heat was not worried about anything. They was positioning themselves to play a particular play, uh, a particular team, you know. And why not start off with the Milwaukee Bucks first, you know. Crazy about it, you know, like Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Bucklet, Jimmy Buckets or, or on playoff Jimmy said that he's ready for playoffs. And then you have Giannis, on the contrary, not as confident. You know, y'all could go ahead and watch it. You know, I'm not going to say exactly what he said, but, you know, I'm just going to give okay. it to you. Like, he basically saying, like, yo, you know, I'm not sure if we're going to win. You know, it's just like if you're, you're – everybody knows if you're not confident, you know, most likely you're going to lose. You can't be a boxer going to a fight thinking that, what well, you think Mike Tyson thought that he was going to lose every time he jumped in the ring or Mayweather or Pacquiao or Fury or anyone – or Wilder, any one of these – these guys know they think they're going to go and pummel your ass when he when they go in the ring. Since we're talking about the court, I'm going to do my thing on the court. But Giannis know that even though he give you that work ethic, even though he's been practicing the shot, you still have no shot. You're still playing on pure talent, you know, and that's not going to get you far. LeBron was doing that his whole career before he came to Miami, you know, and we again, like he said, he graduated from Miami. And look, he's he's trying to get his fifth ring. So Giannis, the Milwaukee Bucks, I don't really like, and that's another thing, you know. You have the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, they they don't have anyone besides Giannis that names rings. The name doesn't ring, you know, like so, so just the plain fact that the name doesn't ring, and all I know is Giannis, and I know he's trash. Remember, I told you he's trash. I said that last year, you know. Again, I said, like, yo, he can't shoot. Let's make him shoot the ball all day, shoot the threes, shoot the long jumper. We're going to go ahead and rebound the ball, bam, out of bio, and then now we got Deadman, and we're going to go ahead and fast break, and we're going to go ahead and um, score on the other hand. So, so again, it is what it is. I agree. You got the, you got the uh, Miami Heat right now about to play uh, the Milwaukee Bucks this Saturday, tomorrow, to be exact, you know, and I think it's an early game. Another, another also early game, 2 p.m. So right after the hockey, well, the hockey game is probably going to be somewhat ending and then the heat game starts. Perfect. Perfect. If you live in Miami. So again, it just shows you again, how they disrespect us again. You got the Milwaukee Bucks. You got the Miami Heat. Basically, a rematch of last year's bubble, and we can't even make it to prime time game. That shows yeah. you how they feel about Giannis, even if they don't like Miami. It shows you how they feel about Giannis, and they're always showing you what they feel about Miami. So just a plain fact, but hey, it is what it is. We don't mind, you know, we don't mind waking up and going to Milwaukee and handling our business. 
you know, taking game one, putting more insecurities in Giannis' um, um, head. And watch, Marcus, after we mop him, after we mop him, Giannis is mm-hmm. going to be requesting the trade. I totally agree with that. I wouldn't go that far and say he's trash. Now, what I will say about him and the team is that they soft. They're a soft team. You know, like, they're, they're not a tough team. They're not a team. They're a team that's built for the regular season. You know, win a bunch of games. You know, but when it comes to the playoffs, the tough players step up and win. When you need a rebound, you you know, to die for it or whatever, or, you know, you need a tough bucket where you know you're going to get fouled and you just got to get to the rim. You know, that's Jimmy Buckets or playoff Jimmy, like my partner just alluded to. That's that type of player, you know, and I, I just don't see anybody on that team that really wows you. There is nobody on that team. The only addition that they have from last year is Drew Holiday. And really, Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday is gonna be a difference. Come on, man! Like last year, they had George Hill, and they let go of George Hill, and then now you got um Drew Holiday. That's supposed to be a. I mean, it's a slight. It's a, it's like a slight upgrade, but it's it's just a slight upgrade. You Another know, throwaway it, player. A, yeah, it's not it's not a difference maker. You think that's that's somebody that's gonna compete? I mean, I take our our two young players, Kendrick Nunn. Uh, over a uh, Drew Holiday and uh, Tyler Hero over Drew Holiday. I'd take even take Duncan Robinson over or Drew Holiday. Come on, man. Like those three players right there are 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 miles ahead to me than Drew Holiday. And Drew Holiday's been in the league for years, for 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 probably more years than all of those players combined. So so yeah, I, I don't think Milwaukee really stands a chance to get us against us. Um, I don't think we sweep them. I think they get one, maybe two. Um, but I think we definitely win this series because we already talked about Bam is motivated. We already know Jimmy going to be Jimmy. And Spolstra is going to diagnose the Bucks. He's going to diagnose them. He's going to have a blueprint, the same blueprint that we used last season uh, with, um, with Giannis and turn him into a jump shooter. Just make sure that he's not in the paint. And if you do that, you Gucci, man. <laughs> like there's nothing, there's nothing they could do uh to stop us. So I, I really think, you know, this is gonna be a, a series that we, you know, really show how how great we are. There, there are a couple of analysts out there that are on the heat, I do want to mention. So not everybody be hating on the heat. Okay. Uh, Kendrick Perkins is one of them. He's he's like he, 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 come on. Yeah, he, come he's on. he's he's on us. You know, he was in the middle of the season, he was off us, but he's back on us now. And then Tim Legler, you know, the, the white dude, he's on us. He was on us last year too, and he's on us again this year. So it's not always everybody. Not everybody's as smart as us, but there's some there's some people who who <laughs> actually you know understand what this heat culture is really about. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, the crazy thing is, I think we're wearing black instead of white hot. I think is we're wearing a black jersey. So I think, you know, you, when you see black, you think about a funeral, you know, so I think that, you know, um, that's what's probably going to go down. I may be incorrect, but, you know, I, I heard that it was going to be black hot, you know, black hot heat. So hopefully is that's what it is, because I, I love the black jerseys, the all black jerseys. It, 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 you know, it's going to look like we're the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. But but yeah. but again, we're giving you that black flame. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, that whenever I see them black jerseys, I think back to like those old days where we used to win games on the road a lot. They, you know, Eric Reed used to call us the Road Warriors. You know what I'm saying? And that's when always we was in black and we was playing on the road and we would dog people. So, so yeah. Um, just another quick topic I just want to talk about, just because there's been a lot of talk about our boy Russell Westbrook. He set the record for most triple doubles in a career. A lot of people said this record would never be broken. Like they, they even got video of players saying, nah, it's never going to be broken ever. And, and this dude here has shattered it. And, you know, just to kind of uh, side point, they won their game last night and they're officially in the playoffs. Uh, the Washington Wizards are. So they get to play uh, the 76ers in the first round. So, you know, props to our boy Russ and, of course, Steph Curry also, uh, he won the scoring title uh, for the second time. And he's like one, I think him and MJ are the only players who won two scoring titles, two championships, and two MVPs. Um, so also in, in rarefied air, those two players. So what I wanted to pose is like, where do they fall in the, in the hierarchy of point guards and all time? Who, who well, who's your top five all-time point guards? Top five? Man, that's a hard one. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to put Stephen Curry up there. Steph Curry's got to be in the five. You don't have to put it in order. Just, just All right, all right, all right. So you got Steph Curry. I'll actually put um, hmm. Steve Nash. Yeah. John Stockton. Okay. Um, I want to put Russell Westbrook up there. Really, I really want because I, I really think that he, if he had a better shot, I think that he could he could have been a, one of the best, greatest players of all time. Yeah, you know. And, and, and nah, I'm gonna put him up there. Forget that. This is my list. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so <laughs> yeah. that's for it's your list. So that's for all right. So we got what or Westbrook. We got Stockton. You got Nash. You yes. got Curry. You got one more in. Nah, Stockton, Steve Nash, Westbrook, Curry, and one, one more. Yeah. One second. One second. I mean, it's an easy one if, you know, easy one if you're not just. Look, Chris Paul? Nah, what about Magic, bro? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, you got to put Magic up there. You got to put Magic up there. The only reason I was not thinking about Magic because he's not like a typical point guard. You know, he's big. He's like a Ben Simmons. He's like a LeBron James. You know, anybody, he could have played power forward if he really wanted. He played center in the finals when uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was hurt. Oh, you see? So, so, and, and, and some people want to probably put LeBron up there, even though he's not a point guard because – you know his IQ yeah. is up there, even though I don't like his bitch ass. But hey, right. What about yours? What's your top five? Oh uh, yeah, I got Magic. I got Steph. Um, I also gonna put Westbrook in there too, even though he doesn't got a ring. I mean, he's been on some bad teams for the, the latter part of the year, where he's really been explosive. He's really had bad teams. Um, hold on, hold on. you forgot so, Jason. You remember Jason Williams? Jason Williams. Oh, you talking about white chocolate? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, white chocolate was yo he, yo. He was on the Heat too. He he helped. Yeah, the heat. he won a ring with us. Yeah, he won to ring run that first ring with us. Uh, I wouldn't put him in my top five, but who okay, I, top I ten in my top five. Who is a Heat guy? Is our boy Tim Hardaway, baby? Tim Hardaway, I would put in my top five for sure. Okay, okay, um, okay. So we got Tim Hardaway, Russell Westbrook, Steph, Magic. That's it. I need I need one more. Um, I would go. I think I would go with Steve Nash too. Steve Nash did a lot on the court, bro. Like he was one of the best three point shooters. He was one of the best free throw shooters, and he his assists were just stupid. You know. There you go. There you go. You so, know. Yeah. So that's the top five. Uh, Chris, Chris, uh, shout out to Bimbo Coles. Chris wanted to shout out <laughs> Bimbo Coles out there, you know, because uh, Miami Heat, another, another Heat, great, <laughs> you know, as far as point guards are concerned. But um, that's pretty much all the NBA talk that we had. So we'll move on to boxing because we got some boxing news. Tyson Fury and Wilder. Yes, this will be officially a trilogy. Finally. Like, we were waiting for this for a long time. I don't understand, like, why this didn't happen sooner. I mean, based on these first two fights, like, you kind of figured, like, yeah, this has to have a, a part three. And finally, this is uh, going to happen. It's July 24th uh, is going to be this match. Um, now, just to kind of give you what I think is going to happen in this fight, I like Deontay Wilder for obvious reasons. He's black. You know what I'm saying? He's from the South. You know, saying he looks more like me than Tyson Fury, straight up. And he has one of the my favorite lines of all time, which is to this day, to this day. And like just you don't know what I'm talking about. Right, exactly. And the and the context behind what why he was saying that, which I loved. I loved in that moment. So, but honestly, he's not a better fighter than Tyson Fury, though. He's not a better fighter. From what I've seen. Now, obviously, Wes is going to talk about some controversy. You know he's more of the conspiracy theorist on this show. So he's going to tell you what the conspiracy is. But from what I see, from what I've seen as a fighter, he just seems like the better fighter. Now, if that is proven otherwise, whether that conspiracy theory that Wes is going to talk about is true, then all of that stuff is thrown out the window then I'm, I'm riding with my boy Wilder. But from what I've seen as a fighter, you know, he, you know, he dogged him in that last fight. You know, he just dogged him, you know. Um, he, he uh, you know, I mean, that shot to the ear where just his equilibrium was all off, like, it, it was over. And he was, he was complaining, Wilder was complaining about it. He felt like the, the fight was called a little bit too early. I don't think so. I think that fight was rightly called at the right time. Um, the first one was, I think, you know, people are going to say that, that, that Fury won that fight too, but to me, I feel like, yo, buddy got knocked down twice. And to me, like, since he got knocked down twice and they gave it to, they gave it to Wilder, right? In that first one. Yeah. They gave it to Wilder and I am okay with that. I'm, I was okay with that. Now, if they gave it to Fury, I would probably be okay with that too. But this is, they gave it to him. They gave it to him, and he got the W. So, yeah, I, as a fighter, I think Tyson Fury is a better fighter, you know, just just pound for pound. But why was he ducking the fight, though? Like, that, that's, that's, that's the question 
And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens in the trilogy. But if I had to put some money on it, which I will not put money on this, this fight, um, I don't put money on boxing fights anyway, because most of the time they're fixed. <laughs> okay. But, um, or sometimes the, the best fighter doesn't even win. You know, it goes to a decision and it go, or it goes to a draw for, for some terrible reason. But I, I think Tyson Fury finds a way to win. I think Tyson Fury is a better boxer skill-wise. Skill you feel me? A better boxer skill-wise because, of course, you know, um, I think Wilder just wind up having that knockout blow, which, you know, some people feel like when you got the knockout blow, you don't need to work on certain things like that. Or you get that confidence, you know, you're, you're on top of the world you feel like you're the greatest and, you know, you still got some, some, some things that you need to work on. I think really that's what happened to, to Wilder. Um, again, um, Tyson Fury is a cheater to me. I seen video of him actually um, cheating during that actual match. I showed Marcus the video. I showed Chris the video, you know, it's not just me saying it. I showed the video, you know, and, you know, basically you had um, Fury actually um, his glove was not fully on basically so basically where your fist would be where your wrist would be is where his fist was so as far as the glove he was basically going back like this basically going like that and it was you know um hitting um um wilder you know and you know messing him up this that, and the other but again same thing you know the shot through the ear um the shot to the ear I think during that fight, he also was hitting him in the back of the head a lot. You know, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it, a lot of the hits looked like he was hitting Wilder in the back of the head. And I'm like, damn, how the hell is he doing that? Because he's he's looking at him, but the blow, again, you got to watch it again. The blow seemed like it's hitting the back of his head. And, you know, everybody know that's elite, you know, or if Tyson or if Wilder trying to walk away, he's still hitting him in the back of the head. So... Um, and I really think that 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 Tyson Fury is going to lose because he didn't want to have this fight again. Arbitration had had to actually step in, you know, because in contract on contract, he was supposed to give um, Wilder a rematch before he give anyone else an opportunity. The same way Wilder gave him a rematch to, you know, uh, uh, um, see if he could go ahead and get his get back. You're basically trying to run with the money. You're trying to run with the belt. You know, if you're this this Egyptian king, you know, you was came on out the on, on, on the little throne, having them carry you like like you're you're this god, you know, you're gonna smush anybody that come in your direction. I don't see George Flo um George Foreman running from people. I never seen Tyson running from people. We're not gonna talk about the Mayweathers and these new fighters because this new fighter generation is completely different. But you know, like Back in the day, if they really wanted you, that the fight was happening. It's kind. Of, oh, yeah. It kind of was like UFC. You know, oh, yeah. if there was a fight that everybody wanted, it happened in boxing. So I think right now, you know, uh, we need that fight to go down again. Of course, it's happening because he was forced to. But we need that fight because, like, look at what we're forced to. We we're forced to watch the the brothers fighting. Were you? Were you? Like, come on. That's that's how 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 bad the boxing industry right now You're is. Talking about um, Jake Paul and um, Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Logan Paul, yeah. You know, like 
just the plain fact that they're able to generate that type of money. Now, I ain't gonna knock somebody's hustle. You feel me? I feel them like, yo, if you could if you could go ahead and finesse people like that and make like 48 million, 50 million, hey, it is what it is. You feel me? I feel you. But like, yo, the only reason why you made it because you're capitalizing on the industry right now. It sucks. You're gonna ta- you're gonna tag your name to someone that's famous, and then you're gonna boom off that. So um, as far as Fury. You know, you're a wimp. Anybody that's the champion and you're ducking, it must it must mean that you know that you really were supposed to lose. You feel what I mean? Because like, why would you, why would you, you know, give any inclination that you're running or you're not confident in your game? If you're the king, you're the Egypt, I'm the gypsy king, be that. You know, don't be that person that's that's taking their their on basketball and going home because nobody picked you on the court. You know what I'm saying? So 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 that's how I feel on that actual topic. But I'm happy that it's happening. I think it's happening um, July 24th. You know, yeah, yeah. it's happening yeah. July 21st. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Another side note, since you may, may, I mentioned Logan Paul, is that um, Logan uh, Tyson Fury's little brother is actually trying to fight um, Logan Paul. And uh, Tyson Fury's little uh, little brother is is not a good fighter. The last fight he had was, you know, I think against a a fighter who didn't even have a win. And so Logan Paul is like calling him out like, bro, like just like you said, like Logan Paul is big right now, you know, like in the past year, Logan Paul has has pretty much elevated himself to a, to a place where he is not going to take a fight like that. And he, you know, put him out, put called him out on social media or whatnot. And then also in boxing news is that um, is that uh, Pacquiao is going to be fighting Earl Spence. Now we're not going to talk too much about that fight because that news just came out today, a few, few hours ago. Uh, Errol Spence, the champion, is going to be fighting Pacquiao. Pacquiao hasn't been fighting for two years. Last couple of times I remember seeing Pacquiao fight, he didn't look too good. So I hope it's a good fight. I mean, it is Pacquiao, one of my favorite fighters of all time, just to watch. Um, but I just hope it's a good fight against um, Errol Spence. Um, but but that's all That's all with the boxing news, unless you got anything to say about that, Wes. No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm ready to go ahead and talk about that therapist that's over here stalking these actual kids you know what i mean like yeah um yeah. it's cra- it's crazy guys but we have a massage therapist you know um doing her own um supposedly uh it matters into our own hands yeah into literally <laughs> you feel me literally what 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 these young players these young college football players their lower extremities I, you know i mean the crazy thing about it is just the way that story came out, you know, and they, you know, I read the story. They had um, interviewed coaches. They interviewed like a hundred players and you have a lot of them denying it, which I, you know, understand, you know, why would they go ahead and say, Oh, we did this, that, and the other, like, you know, no, that's not happening. That's, you know, especially when you don't have the FBI and other agencies, you know, um, forcing you to tell the truth. You know, if you're asking me, I'm going to deny it, you know, but again, and why would you mess up something that you feel is good? You know, I get to smash <laughs> and you give me a massage. That's all I need to do, you know. But 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 again, um, you got this massage therapist, you know, she's she's you know, um giving favors, and the favors is I'll give you a massage if I could get that beat. You feel me? 
basically that's yeah. what it is you know long story short um and but you the know other, but the other thing the other thing about it though is that she was actually charging them too you know that's the other part of it yeah that that's the i read into it a little bit more i always try to get two stories like i'll get one article and i get another article and this other one was saying that yeah she would do the massage and then she would offer like hey you know i could give you a little bit more if you give me some dollars on the side so that's, she was charging them that sounds familiar kid who that yeah. sound like right now so she was not only getting a d but she was getting you know bread off of it too you know so she was kind of forcing her way um you know to make herself a little side hustle you know oh. So, so that yeah i had to mention that because that's the other part of this story that's like crazy i'm surprised this is not like a huge story nah you because you, it's not a huge story because we got deshaun watson in in the story right now and if a massage therapist come out and have you have this angle then those those 20 women that came out they're gonna be like so what are you how, how are you different from this this girl you saying that you got raped she could have clearly said she got raped and then those players would have been in trouble but she kept it one K, she kept it real. She yeah. like, yo, you feel me? Like, I don't mind being a little, a little um prostitute, because that's what you call someone that give sexual yeah. favors that or anything, be. money or yeah. dinner or anything like that, you know. So she was a massage therapist slash prostitute, you know, and, 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 and you know, she she hey, I'm not gonna knock nobody hustle. What I am gonna knock is those people that that that's your hustle. And then now you're, you know, these these college players, you know, um, wind up. Let's just say, make it to the league, sign multi-million contracts, and then now five years later, you know, you're like, oh, he raped me. Well, really, you was doing what you was doing. I was paying for right. the pussy, which is which is cool, you know. Um, right. it's not legal, but people do it all the time. In some, in some states, it's it's it in is some legal. states, you know, we got we got <laughs> Las Vegas and other states, you know, with brothels and certain things like that. I remember right. Lamar Odom, he actually overdosed in one of these brothels, you know. But again, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, it just shows you there's always two sides, you exactly. know. And, and, and I, you know, with her, I don't think she should go to jail. You know, they told her that she she had to um give up her license as a she, massage therapist you know she so actually gave it up herself when they started yeah. inve investigating her she basically admitted guilt like yeah i was doing it and she they were like oh well you're gonna have to you're gonna have to well she she volunteered to give up her her license because they were gonna suspend it and then go through an investigation and whatnot and she was like you know what it is what it is you know and, 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 and you know and that's the thing where i say it's not fair because deshaun watson said yeah i paid for the sack but you know yeah. you got right. all this hoopla surrounding him so right exactly you know, exactly man that's why and, that's why rape cases and cases with uh, consensual sex is, is just there's always going to be a gray area uh, unfortunately some women yeah they they are taking advantage of us advantage of but at the same time there are women taking advantage of the system as well exactly and y'all need and y'all women that 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 are on getting victimized or, or something like that y'all need to speak up for those people that's lying those people that lying because they're trying to get the same sympathy and same as you when you really went through it they shouldn't be yeah. none of the benefits of uh, or none of the, the sorrow or none of the sympathy that comes behind someone um getting physically abused 
mentally abused, raped, or anything like that. Those people that's lying, those people that that's really is happening to, you need to speak up against these people so these people can shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. So to, re to reiterate the story, if you haven't heard it, a 41-year-old massage therapist. Cougar Brown. Yeah, was with the Ohio State football team and was doing her job as a massage. And like I said, she was doing these sexual favors uh, for money, uh, forcing, kind of forcing these players to pay them, pay her uh, for sexual favors. So, uh, yeah, it, it was, it's, a, it's a story that for some reason is not as big as it should be. Um, but, yeah, it just shows that there is two sides to a story and it's not always you know a guy like Deshaun Watson who's being pegged as as the villain uh right now and there's always another side where there's there's an intention on the other side or there's an agenda for the other side and I'm not saying that's the case with every case obviously all cases are different but some cases this is the case like this one so it's unfortunate for for them kids um, well, not unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, like they was getting the business, <laughs> you know, themselves, you know, so it's not, not unfortunate for them, but, um, but yeah, it's just an interesting story, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to wrap up this sports podcast, but before we do, I Benjamin just wanna, yeah, give you the Benjamin report and kind of just talk about where I've been in the past week. It's been a very busy week for me. Um, just checking out these teams that, haven't seen since you know last season the spring football games so uh, so I've been out there on the high school gridiron and I, I've seen some teams I've seen some players uh, a lot a lot a lot of players have jumped out uh, to me uh, as far as like how good they are um, one of which is like I'm not going to say his name because his, his name is, is hard hard to say it's like Jai IU I'm not even going to say it but they call him G7 Okay, that's 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 his nickname. Uh, Haitian, obviously. Haitian, obviously, his last name is Celestine. Um, but he's a player that deserves some notoriety. So if anybody who is, you know, listening to this podcast, uh, he plays for Miami Palmetto. Um, the only thing is that he's a little bit undersized at the corner. But this kid hits so hard, bro. Like every time I seen this kid play, he puts someone on his back pretty hard. Um, he's only about five ten. You know, and I'm probably giving him credit for that, but still, he's in his senior year, and these kids they grow a lot in the, in the, in a senior year, and then even after. So he's he's a player who doesn't have any major offers right now, but deserves some major offers. Seen him last night against Miami Central. Miami Central, obviously one of the best teams in the state, and he was the best player um, on the field for for Miami Palmetto. So just want to make sure he gets some notoriety. Uh, G7. Uh, Hashtag Benjamin Report for any more information on that. Also, I want to talk about the Canes targets. Wesley, the Saint, you know, we I talked about him before uh, because he's got your namesake, uh, Wes. But he is a player that is absolutely dominant. Um, I think he can play inside as middle linebacker. He can play outside linebacker. I think he's trending towards the hurricane. I think he, uh, Florida State is, is falling off. It was Florida State and, and Miami for a while for him, but I think it's 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 all about the U now. The uh, uh the recruiting restrictions are finally going to come off in uh, in June, so they're finally going to get kids on campus. And there's this big barbecue that Miami's going to have, 
Um, and it's also going to have a camp as well. And then Paradise Camp, where all of the former legends come back and meet these kids, is happening at the end of the month. So for a class that doesn't have any commits right now, by the way, I just want people to know that Miami Hurricanes don't have anybody committed to the 2022 class. There's going to be a bunch of a bunch of kids, and, and, and it's the case for a lot of other teams as well, um, just because you haven't had the contact, and you know you're going to have the contact in the summer, so you might as well wait, meet the kids, really, you know, establish that relationship to see if you want this kid on your team. So Wesley Bassaint, I think, is a team, is a player who is a difference maker, and Miami Hurricanes need help on at linebacker desperately. You know, they need help and to and you need to continue that pipeline from Miami Central as well. Um, to me, it, it, it's the best program for the past 10 years in Dade County is Miami Central. Um, so uh, a team like that, you want to consistently build relationships uh, with players coming out of that program. So Wesley the Saint and there's another player, Ruben Bain, who unfortunately I don't think we're going to get him because he's in his junior year, going into his junior year, and he's already getting recruited by Alabama, Texas, Clemson already. So players like that, they kind of fall off the map for her, for the Miami Hurricanes. It's like we get – there's these top, top, top players. We get right under the top players usually, unless it's a James Williams or a Leonard Taylor from last year. It's changing, but, though. It's changing. Yeah, it is, it is slowly changing because, you know, I mean, this time – Maybe COVID. last year, we didn't think that we were going to get James Williams or Leonard Taylor. And they ended up flipping from Georgia with uh, James Williams and from Florida with Leonard Taylor. So you never know what can really happen. But, um, but yeah, uh, Wesley Saints I think, is, is a player definitely trending towards the Hurricanes. Jacoby Spells, one of my favorite corners. I didn't see him lately, but I've seen some video. And there's another player I think is trending towards the Hurricanes. That's another area, I think, the Hurricanes desperately need good players. It's corner. And he's one of the best lockdown corners in South Florida. Unfortunately, you're not probably not going to get an Earl Little Jr., who his dad, who I actually know personally, um, played for the U. And his son is likely going to LSU or Alabama, you know. Um, so, unfortunately, you're not going to get that player from American Heritage. But Jacoby Spells, He's just as good. He played a whole year at right receiver. So you already know he has got ball skills. Um, but he's just, he's, he's, uh, he's got a great size, great build. He's a physical corner. He, he jams you up on the line and he, he's just what the Hurricanes would need. And I hope uh, from a Hurricanes, perspective, Hurricanes fans perspective that they get Jacoby Spells. Uh, I do want to talk about the best quarterback, I think, in South Florida, or maybe at least top three is Keon Jenkins, uh, the quarterback from Miami Central. Now, the thing about Miami quarterbacks is that they're usually small. They're usually undersized. They usually play really well, make great decisions, combine, you know, can throw it really deep or whatever. And he's one of those players, but he's a little bit undersized, so he's not being recruited right now. Although he's still a junior. So he's got this year coming up, and then he's got the following year. So, but that's a, a player that I think just just making the right decision. He's a lefty too, and he throws really good balls. Like last night was windy. It was abnormally really windy last night for some reason. And he was still getting the ball to these players like down, down the field and at the sideline. 
I did get a chance to, he threw a, a touchdown pass to a 23 commit to Miami, uh, Lamar Seymour, who is actually the brother of, of, uh, of Lawrence Seymour, the, the offensive guard that committed, uh, you know, and it's going to be on campus or it's probably on campus now. Um, but yeah, um, the other big news for me this week is that Miami Northwestern is down. Um, they're, to me, they're not a top 10 team. They're not a top 10 team in South Florida, which is kind of sad because they're one of these storied programs in South Florida, but they don't have what it takes, I don't think, to make a championship run. And it's not really because of the offense, it's really because of their defense. Because a team like Dade Christian, Dade Christian is a small private school, was contending with them. You know, they contended with them. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, I hate to say this, but the head coach, might be going somewhere else at the end of the season if they don't make a drastic turnaround with this team. Uh, so yeah, so Miami Northwestern, they are on the on the downturn. Gulliver is trending up. I mean, they got some players over there. Gulliver, Carson Haggard, um, uh, DeCarlo Donaldson, who is a big tight end. Um, he was actually a linebacker converted to tight end. Um, and then Jalen Brown, who's one of the fastest players as a receiver, He's also young too, junior, incoming junior. So uh, look out for Gulliver, but Gulliver, I don't think has what it takes to beat Cardinal Gibbons at this point. That's where I was at Wednesday. I was at their, I was at their uh, inter-squad scrimmage. Uh, now they have a change at quarterback, but watch out for Cardinal Gibbons again. They're still going to be a great team. Um, they, got, they got the pieces when it comes to that defensive front seven to be the best in the state. So it, to me in that 4A, it's, it's Gibbons and it's Gulliver. Watch out for Central once again. They always got dudes. St. Thomas, haven't seen yet. American Heritage is, to me, is the best team in South Florida by far. And they have every piece to win the championship. If they win every game and blow teams out, I think they have a chance to be crowned as that national champion. We'll see. But um. I mean, I could keep talking forever, bro. Like, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> with with all that I've seen. Um, but uh, Cedric Irvin Jr. was a, a good running back that I've seen this weekend. Javon Simpkins is a running back from from Norland who who was really good. The one bright spot from Miami Northwestern was Jamari Ford, who's a running back, small but can do everything as a running back. Um, I mean, uh, those those were the real playmakers for me. Uh, more details, you, you could always go to, you know, hashtag Benjamin Port to really kind of see full details of the big players that played this weekend. And then Saturday, um, I'll be at some games again in Palm Beach, actually. Um, you know, Edison is uh, Luke's team. Uh, Luther Campbell, coach team, is going to be out there playing uh, with South Ridge, Palm Beach Gardens, and Atlantic Del Rey. Uh, so, well, uh, I have a chance to see some more players uh, this weekend, um, but I'll have a full assessment on, on and I'll, I'll release like a top 10 teams and, you know, top five pot by position once we finish with all these spring games. But I'm going to wrap it up, bro, like with the with the Mark West Sports podcast, uh, you know, um, we had to do a little catching up because uh, I've, I've been a little little busy, but, you know. But that that's it. And let's go Heat. Let's go Panthers. Let's go. Home and team. you already know. 
Tomorrow, Westerdamas and that victory you will see. So again, you know, look forward to Marcus, you know, on them updates on um, the Benjamin Report. Again, he's going to be on site tomorrow, you know, at those different games. And yeah, you know, of course, it's all Miami. You know, of course, we're going to wish the Panthers luck. We're going to wish the Heat luck. And of course, you know, we're going to wish the Dolphins luck, even though the season is like on the horizon. Not near, not near, but on the horizon. So this is going to conclude the Mark West Sports Podcast. Peace. Peace.